0: Running your own business is stressful. Nah, it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to Her Holy Hustle Podcast, where we teach you to hustle with God so your business is run with His abilities and wisdom, not your own. I'm your host, Nyla Weave. I know what it's like to start a business and feel like a chicken with no head running around that farmyard. So stressed with marathon-long to-do lists and all the contradicting opinions of business gurus of what is best to do but I also know what it's like to start seeing God as my business partner. What a difference doing business his way makes on both my sanity and success. I'm on a mission to redefine the word hustle. As Christians in business, we don't have to toil as the world does for success, but can hustle with God a kind of hustle that is productive and peaceful. Where our businesses don't run us, we run them. Where we can clearly hear God's voice for business decisions. With Jesus as your CEO, you can do business full of spirit-led strategy that's effective and enjoyable. Stick around and you can expect solo episodes by me, but also some amazing interviews with other Christian entrepreneurs and how they include God into their business. Hear about things they learned the hard way, things they wish they would have been doing from day one, and their practical advice for you to keep him first, even in crazy busy seasons of life and business. Ready to learn and be encouraged? Let's dive in. You're listening to another bonus episode with me, Nyla, your host of Her Holy Hustle podcast. So today I want to talk about um, the number one thing that has grown my business. My business is nutrition with Nyla, and I'm a, a certified health and life coach and I specialize in intuitive eating and body image improvement from a Christian perspective. I coach women all over the world. Um over the phone and I help them feel free with food and feel confident in their bodies and feel flexible and joyful with fitness too. And then I'm also a virtual assistant and I help other faith-based female entrepreneurs with their business, doing all sorts of things for them, Um, podcast assistant stuff, graphic design, designing like business cards, helping plan conferences and like retreats and all that all that jazz. I do too. And so, yeah, my business is nutrition with Nyla and I do those two different roles, the coaching role and the virtual assistant roles under, um, yeah, my business. And so I want to talk about, yeah, today, what has grown my business like financially and um, what has triggered bringing in so many clients in the last few months. And it's, it's tithing it's a biblical principle tithing and that is what has blessed my business it wasn't that I wasn't working hard before it wasn't that I wasn't like listening to podcasts and learning business strategy and marketing and learning how to write copy better and stuff like that like I was doing that before when I first started my business my business is like a year and a half old now I think and I was doing all those things. I'm an Enneagram three, and if you're into the Enneagram, you know the threes are called the achievers. We're very much so about being productive, and achieving things. And um, I have to be really careful not to source my worth from my to-do list, like uh, feeling like, "Oh, I'm I have more human worth if I get more things done today." Like I have to. My personality has to be really careful about noticing those thoughts and being like whoa, I'm going to take that captive, that thought. (laughs) And I'm going to remind myself like, no, my worth is in Christ and all of that jazz. So, um, anyways, yeah, tithing me and my husband, we were tithing, um, like two days ago we had, we hadn't tithed for, um, one month. And so we were like, oh, we're going to tithe for the two months. We just had forgot to do it or whatever. So we're like, we're going to tithe for the month of December. And, uh, Uh, november and (laughs) jan what is it november and december we hadn't tithed for so a couple days ago we went and i got my business black book i have this big black book that i write all my invoices in for different clients and i added up the finances that had come in in those last two months of 2021 And I, I handed it to my husband and then he added that to like the money that he brings in from his job. And when I was looking at the little piece of paper that had my, my business um, amount that I had brought in that we were going to tithe on, it just hit me that, um, wow, like that amount that I made in the last two months in my business, that's what I made my entire first year of business for 12 months of my business. This amount that I had made in two months in um, November and December of 2021 combined, that number is what I made over 12 months in 2020. And in the last two months, I made that in, in just two months. And and I realized it's because I've been tithing on my business. And there was an evangelist that I really love to listen to, Jonathan Shuttlesworth. And he had told a story of this really wealthy uh, family. They own like... Um, a golf course i think in the states and they had this sinkhole i think that was what it was like this big sinkhole like it was massive and it kept appearing on their golf course and they had to spend like so much money trying to fill it in like i think it was like in the millions like it, they would fill it in it was huge and it was wrecking like their golf course and then they fill it in spend all this money and then it would come back and they'd have to fill it in again and it was just costing them so much money and they asked him like he shares about this, I think in his book, and I've also heard him speak on it, but he, they asked that he would come, I think I'm getting the story right, like to come to pray um, for like favor and blessings or something like that on his, on their golf course that they owned. And he came, but he, and he did, but he's like, I want to ask you guys something like, are you tithing on your business? And the woman, um, like it's a couple that owns it, the golf course in the States. And she was saying, you know, we used to tithe on our businesses. And then somewhere along the way, we just, we didn't. And she's like, you know, we need to start doing this. And so they, they started tithing on their business and then they didn't have problems (laughs) like that sinkhole that kept coming. And, um, because in Malachi three, it talks about the the benefits of tithing. And if you don't do certain things outlined in the Bible, if you don't go to church, if you don't take um, communion, if you don't, um, tithe, if you don't read your Bible, like, there's certain things that if you don't do, you don't get the benefit of, like, there's so many verses that talk about, like, if you trust the Lord, you're blessed, but if you're not trusting the Lord, if you're not making that choice, like, God said it, so I'm gonna believe it, then you don't get the benefit that comes from trusting God, same with if you don't go to church, you don't get the benefits outlined in the Bible of community, if you don't tithe, you don't get the tithing rights, and, um, malachi 3 in one of the versions it talks about like the devourer like the evil one it he'll be rebuked on your behalf when you tithe and there's a story that i've heard um uh i think he was a pastor and he was talking about like his granddaughter like he tells the story way better because but anyways his his granddaughter um drowned actually in a drowning accident in um this pool somebody's i think their friend's pool or something like that and the his son it was his son's daughter he in the moment like when the paramedics were there and like working on her and she's just turning gray and like they think she's dead because she had been under too long the son starts screaming like you can't have my daughter like i'm claiming my tithing rights the devourer is rebuked on my behalf because i'm a tither and i am claiming my tithing rights right now in jesus name and anyways when the paramedics got there like um or i don't exactly know how it was but i think she came back to life yeah i think they they he yelled that and then she like kind of bounced up and just like she there was life in her when they took her to the hospital because that was um the practice the paramedics the doctors are like we heard there was a a drowning victim and they opened the ambulance and they're like where is she they, they say to the paramedics like where is she and the little girl like walks out and they're like uh, that's her and the paramedics are like, like sheepish kind of, and they're like, this is the drowning victim we just went to work on, but she's like, fine. And the doctors are like, huh? But anyway, so like all that to say, those stories and my story too show that when you tithe, like it works and there's a blessing on tithing. And I wanted to read, I have um, right now open on my phone, Malachi three, and I wanted to talk about some of the verses. It says in, in verse eight, so I'm in Malachi three, um, it says uh, in verse eight, it says, God is saying like, will you humans, will you, will you keep robbing me? And the human and the people ask like, whoa, like how are we robbing you, God? And God answers in the tithes and offerings. You are under a curse because of this, your whole nation, because you're robbing me. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house, And test me on this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I don't open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much of a blessing that there will not be enough room to store it. And when you tithe, I will prevent pests from devouring your crops, and the vines in your fields will not drop their fruit before it's ripe, says the Lord Almighty. Then all nations will call you blessed, for yours will be a delightful land, says the Lord Almighty. So those verses really clearly outline the blessing of tithing and I have seen that in my business and honestly in 2020 I wasn't a joyful tither and uh, my husband wanted to tithe and so we tithe off of his income but I didn't want to tithe off of my business because I'm like there's not there's some coming in but like I don't want to give some away and but then one day I asked God I'm like you know Help me to be a joyful tither because I'm not a joyful tither right now. And I, I want to be a joyful tither. So change my heart on that. Give me revelation about the tithe. And because um, I know that I, you, you call us to do that. And I want to be obedient to everything in the word. And he crossed me with teachings on tithing that really changed my heart and perspective of it. Jonathan Shuttlesworth again, that evangelist, and he's a pastor now too. Of Revival Today Church in um Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, I do believe he has some awesome, awesome teachings on the tithe. And he was saying like, uh, it's like, say this super rich person. He used this analogy. Say the super rich person says like, give me ten percent of your money, and then in return, I'll give you access to all my accounts. And if someone said that to you, super rich, Bill Gates, I don't know, somebody super rich, if they're like, yeah, give me 10% of your income, then you have access to all my accounts. He'd be like, sweet, that's a pretty good deal. And so the tithe is for our benefit. And it's not like, oh, I'm having to give this 10% of my income off my business away. Like, oh man, it's like, No, I get to, and in return, like, I'm going to bring in more money. Like, I'm parting ways with some money, but in the process, more is going to be brought back to me, and it's, like, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, again, says, like, you can't get me off this tithe, like, it works so good, like, I'm never giving up tithing, and we don't just do it to get money back, but you do it out of obedience to God, because he tells us to do it, and it's an act of trust, It's, it's faith, saying, I'm giving it to you even though the world says that's dumb, like to give up money, um, like I'm in faith, I'm giving it and I'm expecting more comes back. So it's like a tithe is given with a heart of expectation for more to come back. It's given with a heart of like obedience. It's given with a a heart of thankfulness. Like I'm trusting you to keep providing for me. And I'm so thankful that you have provided for me already, Father. And um, it's just this beautiful thing. And and really you have to stop thinking of like it as your money like all things have been created for him and by him there's a verse about that i don't have it in front of me right now but all things have been created for him and by him i think it's in corinthians I uh, could be wrong, maybe Colossians, I think it's one of those C ones, but you can Google it, that phrase, and you could find the actual reference, and anyways, you have to think of your your income that you bring in as not being your income, but his income, and he's only asking you to part with 10% of it, it's all his, but he's saying, just give me 10%, and it's really not that much, especially when more is coming in, and so it's just so much easier when you're like, it's not my money, it's his money, and he just wants 10% back, and in the process, that 10% is going to be super blessed. It's just like when we Sabbath, another thing, like if we don't Sabbath, if we don't take a day of rest, we don't get the blessing of, of a Sabbath and taking time off from your business, from your life. Um, it's again, an act of faith and trust that like, God's going to help me get everything done that needs to get done. Supernaturally, he'll help me get it done. Even though I took a break, like he's still working, even when I'm breaking and taking a break, I mean, and, um, my rest when I rest one day like the rest of my days are more blessed so when you give 10% to the tithe the rest of your money is blessed too and that um, it's just this beautiful thing and um, so I just want to encourage you with that like it's not about hustling more it's not about getting more self-development books read or podcast episodes listened to it's it's about putting these biblical principles in in practice like the tithe and so yeah, if someone were to ask me, like, what's your secret to business growth? It would be um, learning to do things like God's outlined in our Bible for business success, for life success. And one of them is definitely the tithe. And so you can't get me off this tithe anymore. Like, it's, it's crazy just looking at that number on that little um, piece of loose sleep that I tore off to give to my husband saying, this is what I made in the month of November and December added up. This is what brought in from different clients and being like that realizing like that's what i made in one whole year and i just made it in two months since we've been tithing in the last few months like it's just incredible so just want to encourage you with that that was on my heart to share so um yeah just i want to pray before we go so dear heavenly father i just thank you for the tithe it's such a gift and a blessing um that you've given us and tithing is still for today um talks about that in matthew saying yes still do it and we just ask that if there are some people that are not joyful tithers like if they're in the place that i was um 2020 and in the beginning of 2021 i just ask that you would soften their hearts and that they would desire to have changed hearts about the tithe and that um this podcast episode would just spark their interest in the tithe and i just pray for just yeah joy with tithing, and so we thank you so much for it, and um, yeah, just bless everyone who's listening. So also when I was praying, I thought of two more things about the tithe that I wanted to bring up. I don't have any notes in front of me, I'm just freestyling it here today, so there's two more things I wanted to bring up. Um, again, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, um, he talked about how he brought pizza home one day for his daughter and his wife, and he walked into the room and he's like, "Okay, I'm ready for some pizza and the daughter was like, "Oh you can have one but that's it you can only have one and his daughter is super super sweet but just like in that moment she was a little um protective of her cheese pizza (laughs) and he said like this like this rage kind of built up in him him. and he's like do you like thinking in his head i don't think he said it but inside he was talking he was saying in his thoughts and he was sharing this at this thing that i had went to where he was speaking about and he was talking about the tithe he was saying like inside i was like do you not know like who bought you that pizza like you you're saying i can only have like one slice when i got you the whole pizza and he didn't say that to his daughter but like it's the same thing like not wanting to give god any money is like he got us all that money to begin with and that pizza analogy has just stayed with me like i don't want to be like the kid who's like you can't have any or you can only have this little like chintzy bit because he got me the whole pizza he got me all the income and the last thing i wanted to talk about was in malachi where it talks about the um like where god actually says like test me he doesn't say anywhere else in the bible i don't think about like testing me but he says hey test me see if i'm not see that i am telling the truth like see that i'm not a liar like test me tithe and see if you're not blessed and it says that when you tithe in malachi 3 in there in like verses 8 to like whatever I read, like 13 or something, Um, it says, and then the floodgates of heaven will be released and there will be um, so much that the problem you're going to have is not knowing where to put all the money. And again, Jonathan talks about like, he saw that come to pass where like the bank called him pastor evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth he was telling a story again I've learned so much about tithing from him that's why I'm bringing him up a lot God led me to him and his teaching on the tithing and anyways he saw that come to pass because his bank called him and they're like um we actually don't have accounts that care like can hold that much money you're gonna have to switch to a different bank and so that that was that verse coming to pass like he tithes on his business on his on his ministry and Personally, too, and that came to pass. He had too much money. He had the problem of having too much money that his bank couldn't hold it anymore. He had to set up a, a different kind of bank account that could hold like the millions of dollars. So, that's so cool. And I heard Pastor George Pearson, we often watch um, Eagle Mountain International Church's online service. I'm in Canada, but we like watching um, some online stuff and. Eagle Mountain International Church is in Texas. So many awesome people are in Texas that I know. Um, So shout out to all my Texas friends and your awesome accents. I love your accents. Um, But anyways, Pastor George Pearson is the pastor there. And he was saying like when in Malachi, it talks about like when you tie the floodgates of heaven will be opened. It's the same word for flood that's used in that section as in that's used in the I don't know if it's Genesis or whatever, but that talks about like the floods with Noah and the world being flooded. So that's what it is. It's not just like a trickle or a little like drizzle of rain from heaven of prosperity being open to you when you try a tithe. It's a downpour of flooding, just like the earth was flooded with water in the days of Noah it's that that's the same word like when you when you go into the greek and um it's literally the exact same word used in malachi talking about the tithe producing a floodgate of heaven being down poured on you of increase in prosperity same exact word in the greek used in genesis when talking about the flood of in noah's days like how cool is that? So I just wanted to, when I was praying, those few things came to mind and I I wanted to share those. So anyways, tithing, awesome. Do it. Your life will be blessed. Your business. Um, it's so good. Tithing is not a swear. It's, it's for us and, um, it's for our benefit. Don't think I'm just doing it, um, because God says to do it. Like, yeah, do that. But that's only one reason, like do it with a heart of expectation. Like God's going to bless me and, So anyways, I'm excited to hear your stories of how tithing has changed your life. So send them, text me, or not text me. Um, That would be so expensive. So many of you are in the States, and if you texted me in Canada, it would be just so expensive. So DM me on Instagram. Tell me how tithing has impacted your life. Uh, Send me questions you have about tithing, and I am declaring over us that we're going to have some really cool tithing testimonies coming in about how I tithed, started tithing, and then this awesome thing happened. So anyways, thank you so much for spending some time with me. Um, Welcome to my TED Talk, or actually uh, the end of my TED Talk about tithing. Nyla Talk about tithing. (laughs) So anyways, this was a super exciting topic. One of my favorite ones I've actually done on Her Holy Hustle podcast. So I really felt like this was a spirit-led podcast that God wanted me to do. And yeah, you know it's a topic you're super pumped about when you pull out your podcasting mic um on a sunday at 10 p.m and i'm all cozy in a big oversized pink sweater got my slippers on that i got for christmas christmas tree is still lit up behind me we put it up super late in december so we're gonna keep it up all january and anyways but yeah you know it's a topic you're pumped about when it's late at night you're a little sleepy but you're still super pumped to grab the mic and just preach on a topic that you're super um passionate about so anyways i will let you go and i pray that you have the most blessed evening or day or afternoon or whatever time it is and um yeah if you love this episode please take a screenshot of it and share it in your stories and tag me so that other people can find this episode and learn about how awesome the tithe is and can have their hearts changed about it and um start putting into practice this spiritual principle of tithing that God has left for us as a gift. So hope you have a great rest of uh, your day or night, friends. See you next time.